Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Keep it up with nerds presents issue 184. My name is Renee. Nick, it's Brian, and welcome to the show, everyone. Hey! 184, baby. Can you believe we're 16 episodes or 16 issues away from 200? Oh my god. I, I know. Thought, I thought we would have killed each other by yeah, now. I know, seriously. Or one of us has left. We've left? No, if one of us has left. Oh, I thought then, you said like one of us has left. I'm like, who left? Yeah. Who's no, the no, secret host that you, we didn't know what, about? What you don't know is that me and you are dead. Renee killed us months ago. Yeah. <laughs> We're just figments of Renee's imagination. <laughs> it's like this entire building in like the reality yeah. of what people are watching is completely destroyed. You, you don't There's know no is comic Ren- book store at all. It's just Renee's a inside padded- of an empty loft. Like, No, it's just, it's just Renee in a padded room. Yeah. It's Renee in a padded room. Just... <laughs> Shot, shot to be like in just in a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo you have a Batman right there. You yeah. actually etched it it's out. Just, no, Cut just it my shit. Like, just etched it right there. Like, Dune. <laughs> Dune. Welcome back to the show, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Renee, where can people find us, real quick? Um, on the internet. Oh my god! Why are you so like this? Because people can find us I've... on Facebook, yeah. YouTube. I don't, know, I don't know why you threw it to oh, me. Because I was writing the cuss word you just said right now in the first minute and 45 <laughs> Keeping seconds. Keeping up with the nerds at YouTube.com. No. Then you can also find us on Twitter. Tumblr. Tumblr. <laughs> we went back to Tumblr. MySpace. MySpace. It is, are you still there at Keeping Up With The Nerds? MySpace.com. Tom is a friend. He's a fan of the show. He's a t- the number one fan. He's number one fan. Yeah. Keep it up with the nerds.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our socials, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, X. Mm-hmm. Check out our YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash keep it up with the nerds. Check out our <laughs> Yeah, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> Why care. did you throw it to me? Why you, keep, why you throw it at me? Audio I don't want to expect things from me. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Just work here. Podbean, suit, YouTube music. I don't. I don't know why that's become a thing at my office. What? what? <laughs> where you mess with people till like they're mentally insane. That, but also, um, where a lot of us like we've been getting asked questions. And our response has been for the last past couple of week, last week. Of I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, are we so, supposed to put this document in this file? Uh, I just I it. So I was feeling, I was feeling very dickish on um, Wednesday. Uh-huh. So what'd you do? Guy, this guy comes in, and we have like an empty spot where a comic was. What'd you do? He comes in. He goes. He's just looking around. But I can already tell he's not gonna buy anything. Uh, he comes. He comes in, and I was, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, I know, I, I know exactly what he's gonna ask. He goes, Oh, uh, what used to be in this empty spot here? And I go, a Comic book. And he just looks at me. He goes, "Oh well, I assumed that there it was a comic book." I go, "Yeah, it was a dead man, dead X Men that sold it." He's oh, okay. He didn't. He immediately didn't like it, and then like walked around for five minutes and then walked out. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." But what was the point of asking what was in the spot? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's not like you can buy it anyways. Right. I don't have any more. Yeah. See, that's why I, I, I do sometimes act the way I do when people ask, like, obliv- oblivious questions like that. What did you say to me? You ask, you act this way when the questions are self-explanatory. Yeah. So, like, if you're asking a dumb question, mm-hmm. like, well, why is this room cold? Oh, the yeah. The AC's turned on. Yeah. 
Like, what do you expect? Like, what do you want me to tell you? you yeah, know? that one time when that guy's like, oh, this, it's hot in here. I'm like, yeah. He goes, you have the heater on? Are you cold? Yeah. I When I'm cold, I put on the heater. When I'm hot, I put on the AC. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. yeah and it's always dads that do that that it's ask jokes, it's, it's those stupid dad questions slash dad jokes you know i was watching a uh, daddy's home too mm-hmm. what <laughs> and i don't know what it is about that movie uh with mel gibson but uh i don't know for some I reason that had the, scene, in it. the scene where uh the daughter is messing with a the thermos oh yeah and all three of them except for mark Wahlberg, are like freaking out yeah they're like, like oh, what is this madness yeah she keeps putting up the thermostat. <laughs> Do you know how much money we're wasting? Yeah. Even Brad's got his home in order. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, please tell me you don't let her mess with the thermostat at your own house. Well, I mean, she's like, like oh, no. Like, <laughs> it's a anarchy. Like, what is going on? Yeah. You ever seen Daddy's Home too? Uh-uh. Oh. Apparently, I mean, like the classic dad thing is, you know, don't, don't touch me- the thermostat. You don't touch the thermostat. That's the thing. Well, yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. always supposed to stay at a brisk like seventy-two degrees. That's mm-hmm. fine for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, like she, but she's like she keeps messing with it mm-hmm. because she likes sleeping with her window open. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she's raising the heater no, all the way up. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand why you put the heater on. And you try to circulate the air, but then you like do that, and then you open windows up. Like it just. That's it, why. Oh. That's why we invented fans. You, if you want to circulate the air, just turn on the fans. Don't put it directly at you, at the corner of your room, so in, you can feel the. In the comments, tell mm-hmm. me who likes to sleep with the fan and or window open. I do sometimes in the summer. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. in the summer I'll put a, I'll open the windows up. I'm gonna bring a ladder to your house. Do it. Go ahead. See what happens, dude. Climb Brian. through the window. He's all like, <laughs> just right next to you. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Oh, He's like, <laughs> Do you want to play? Actually, by where uh, by where I live, they lit a trash can on fire like almost a year ago. That's sick. Did you go outside and go? <laughs> no. <laughs> the roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. <laughs> no, it was funny. And Brian's like, like, oh, dude, I got all this stuff to burn. Let's go. <laughs> no. I got all these Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently they uh, they lit one of the dumpsters that was outside on fire, mm-hmm. and it was like serial. What is it called? Uh, when you sir, uh, arson? No, serial, oh. not serial killers. Serial killer. <laughs> they threw a body Christ, in there. I was really after watching. Was gonna the, go, yeah. He, listen, listen. After watching the rookie, I'm like a little more attentive than I am mm-hmm. than I usually am when and I'm code on, like, games and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Oh dude, the number of times yeah. like I'm with my wife. And then she's always just like, oh, my God, could you imagine if a cop did this? And I'm like, set him at him 15. Set him at him 15. <laughs> set him at him 15. <laughs> set him at him 19. Adam 15. <laughs> Responding to a code, uh, whatever they say. 118. Dude, Bradford's so cool, dude. Dude, oh my god! I'm so I told glad. You, I told you. I'm Bradford. so glad mm-hmm. that someone convinced my wife to watch the rookie. <laughs> I've been trying so hard, yeah. but like it, we, I have no success. You, you guys are telling me you could yeah. be your independent person. And just I watch can, it but here's the problem: when I do, and then she discourages it, I get discouraged to watch anymore. It's why I don't ha- watch yeah. anime at home. Then that's when you go like, oh. you're describing a wonderful. <laughs> yeah, this is a great like, relationship marriage right now. <laughs> like, it's a great marriage. You make me so excited to get married. Yeah. <laughs> my my wife Mandy discourages do that the things you? I love. Like when she like watches it, she's like, oh. she kind of does with like Dominic and does like WWE. Does well, she? certain you know like certain she, things? She, certain things. I think when I, uh, I I actually do the op- I do it to her. So okay, so because because she's watched because she right now she just got done watching Has Been Hotel. Oh, I was gonna I, ask if you yeah. were to watch that. Uh, a lot of people ask me if I've watched it yet, and I haven't. Um, 
mostly because I I'm not too fond of a lot of adult animations right away. Uh-huh. I think the only adult animation I like is Rick and Morty and Simpsons. Bob's Burgers. I a little bit of Bob's Burgers. Depends on the episode. You don't like Archer? I think I tried a little bit of Archer. I couldn't get into it Archer's right away. Taste. But I love Archer. It's I think good. because I don't know. It's just weird. Like I think everyone was getting into Family Guy, American Dad, The Cleveland Show, and I was right. like, mm. I was like, okay. It's it's in its second season, right? What has been Hotel? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to start watching it Prime. because I didn't know that uh, Stephanie Beatrice is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, voice Brandon of, uh, Rogers, Rosa. Yeah, Brandon Rogers. She's getting a, she's getting a lot of work. No, good for her. The YouTuber Brandon Rogers is attached to really. It, so I think so. Yeah, huh. I think that's why watch. she watches it. Yeah, she's I'll give it a watch when Andy's. She's on. also the main oh, character. I know a lot of Disney stuff, but uh, from but uh, I think she was telling me about it, and I was kind of like dismissing. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever and stuff. But she's 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 really liked by uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. They're they're buddies. Yeah, they're like real life friends. He keeps on he puts her in uh, most of his stuff. Like but that. that's uh that's similar like to a lot of people in Hollywood. Like mm-hmm. John uh, James Gunn has like his friends brother. and yeah exactly mm-hmm. they bring in people constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just found his composer for Superman. Did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. He uh, announced on uh, Instagram not that long ago Is like Michael Giacchino. I forget, but it was like on Thursday. Hans He's like Zimmer. we're no. <laughs> Imagine Hans Zimmer like like doing Superman Gino. Legacy. My freaking score for the Batman's beautiful. Oh, for the Batman, Matt Reeves. The Batman. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. The Batman. Such a great movie. Um. Okay, let's get to the show because we've got a lot to talk about. It's gonna be a pretty packed show, and I don't want it to be two hours long. What? Some good news, some sad news. Yes. I want to. I want to. I want to. You want what? Oh, I thought we were doing the other thing. No, we're, no, we're doing, doing comic strips. Yeah. Thank you. See, see, that's the, the yeah. patience. But before we do, we went to go watch Argyle, and I went to go pick up the legendary. Popcorn flashlight. Flashlight. <laughs> Go ahead and show the camera that <laughs> nice little hole. Oh, dude. Look oh, oh, dude. Oh. I want you to put your hand in it. Tell yeah. me if you can get popcorn out. And then close it in the Yeah, shove it in there. <laughs> oh, it's stuck. You know, right? yeah, that happens. Dude, could you imagine I've being... seen a couple of videos where the hand gets stuck, yeah. Dude, could you imagine being in the could you imagine being in the movie theater and like you're like, oh, all right, let me get my popcorn and then you like get it and then you're like, dang and then you I open mean, it so, and it opens sideways yeah. and all the popcorn goes off your I lap. Mean, I mean, that's the thing too, is that if you have hairy arms it gets stuck. They get stuck and then it's pull it's slightly because the silicone or the rubber is pulling on your arm hair. We don't have hairy arms. We're, yeah, I do. Our, I don't. I do. I do. I have thin arm hair. How do you not have hair on your arms, dude? You have hairy arms. What's hair? this? I I wouldn't consider that. I I call I consider short. Oh, sorry. Arms. We're not men, dude. We're not men. That we're men. Have... We can't do anything. Not that we're men. Did you change your underwear? Yes. No. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I flip it around. Flip it back, inside out, inside out, and then flip it forward. again. Yeah. <laughs> so good. that's a whole week. All right. So we, wa- we watched. Do <laughs> you do two weeks? I think you do two weeks. I don't know. So I we watched one. Argyle. Yes. And uh, the theater that we went to, uh, these were on display. Yeah. And yeah. I got there at like nine forty-five when the movie was about to start. It was like fifteen minutes mm-hmm. left, uh, or fifteen minutes before the movie was about to start. Mm-hmm. And I see the bucket, and I'm just like, I gotta have it, dude. For the meme, it's you know what? Now that I have it, it's not a bad looking bucket. How I much was it again? Twenty five really, bucks. I, oh, that's not bad. Actually. It's not bad. I really thought you were gonna say something else. No, it's now not, that you now that you have it, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like okay, look, look, like if you look at it, feels pretty good. Huh? It's not a bad looking bucket <laughs> for okay, twenty five bucks. The concept, I understand. It's dope. I understand the concept. Yes, but just, I, I feel like they needed like 
something just else. One pervert look, in the room. Just look. like somebody to go like Okay. Does it look let, like let, a flashlight? It's, it's all else? about perspective, right? Look. This way, not a bad looking bucket. It's a cool I still think it, it still looks like a flashlight. Okay, but just it looks get like your mind out of it. Circumcised penis. Okay, but get your mind out of the gutter for a second. Get your mind out of the gutter for a second. That's where it lives. It's bloom in the foreskin. It's blooming like a flower. Okay, and then what if I turn it this way? Then then I really think it's Did I think that that I we can't show that on YouTube? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I think. Look, if AMC wasn't allowed to sell it, that's on them. Also, guys, it. if you're listening to the audio I, platform of the show, you can go and switch on to YouTube where Brian is showcasing his popcorn flashlight bucket. <laughs> and he's doing obscene make, things right now. Listen, you got to make sure to spit on it. Yeah. Oh, you know make what? Make sure you're well lubricant. <laughs> you know what? Maybe with butter, it, it's a lot easier. Ah! See? Maybe butter makes yeah, it easy. Yeah, dig in there, get it nice and grimy. Yeah, man. Yeah, you yeah. never want to go in dry. Yeah, that's why. And then that's when you lick your fingers and you go back in. Spit on can it real quick and then shut it back city in. for like two weeks. If you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can you as try? Long as Susan doesn't throw it out. Why would she throw it out? Because no. she's gonna be scared. Why would she be scared? I think it she knows. Of it. Well, I'll put it behind the counter and we'll just see. What okay, she, so hey, how about this? Incentivize people. We'll you guys want to do If you got, <laughs> she's just like, oh, Renee, who who put a flashlight behind the counter? Here's Brian, come to Undercity and check out Undercity Comics in Uptown Whittier. Yeah. You guys can see the weird flashlight popcorn bucket from Dune Two, only in theaters, February, March. When is it? March first. It says know. it on the thing. Does it? No, it says only in theaters. Oh, well, then Dumb that's, well, we're seeing that's it. bad we're advertising. Seeing it at the end of February. We're seeing it February 29th in mm-hmm. IMAX. Is that, Watch the first one, damn it. I haven't seen the first one. I know. <laughs> we saw the trailer. He goes, I still haven't seen it. And I go, some some, some say because you have a month, you still got time, but you need to get on it now. Man. Well, you need like, to actually yeah. put it on. You know what the sad part is? I've started it four times. Oh, rip. You're never going to watch started it. Does, it doesn't help that it's like over a two-hour movie. Like, I'll sit there, and then I go like, all right. I've already rewatched it, it twice. I'm gonna wow. sit down and watch this. I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna be good. And then I start playing like Marvel Snap, or like I go like, it's a heavy movie. I was like, dang, I got laundry. Heavy. That's the th- that's the thing. It's a part one, so there's a lot of setup. That's the thing, and mm-hmm. it's, you're kind of like, like already kind of like, not into it because you have like you know Oscar Isaac constantly saying like about the planet and the harvest scene and stuff, mm-hmm. and then like. Then they go out to the fields, the sand fields, and they try to harvest, and it's just like, For oh. spice. Yeah, it's a spice. But see, here's the thing. It looks spice. beautiful. It's a very beautiful yeah, film. Yeah. Beautiful film, beautiful but people. long. You know, Florence Pugh's in the second one. Is she really? Zendaya yeah, only movie. pops up in the last, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. She was, like, all over the trailer. She I heard about that. that advertisement. Yeah, she's yeah like, they were like, oh, do you remember? in, like, the last 20 minutes. Do you remember Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Spider-Man. Guys. Spider-Man's girlfriend is yeah. in this movie, and then all of a sudden they're, they're like, "Man, it's yeah, Spider-Man's right. girlfriend." It's been a decent Thanos. movie. Man, it's been a decent movie. Drax, Moon Knight, for we got real. Aquaman. Yeah, we got Aquatic Man. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the girl from Mission Impossible. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah dude, watch cool. it. And then Black Widow comes mm-hmm. in the second one. What? Yeah. No, White Widow. White Widow. That's true. Yeah, White yeah. Widow. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about Argyle because we watched uh, that. Also, Elvis is in it as well too. Oh, is he in it? Yeah. Is he in it? Yeah, the actor that played Elvis. What's his name? In the latest one. Yeah, oh, his his name is Elvis now. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Did you hear that he had to hire a speech uh, yes, therapist? Speech therapist because he can't stop stuck. In, like, he's Elvis. stuck in the Elvis information. Hey, I'm on. Hey, hey, <laughs> sand planet, <laughs> spice. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> 
That's the only way. I can't watch the movie now. <laughs> if it's not that, I'm I'm not into it. Yeah. Like I need I need that now. I need Elvis just explaining Doom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. opens with him is like, explain what happened. So let me tell you something. What happened in the last? We got movie. a red planet. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the same line. About dude. We got a prince and he's destined for something great. <laughs> and then you we got get, big old sand dunes. Now don't get addicted to that spice. <laughs> spice. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not that, I'm in it. I'm not, I'm not into it. Yeah. I swear to God, if the movie starts and, I, and if I see that character and he doesn't and he doesn't talk like yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be like Movie sucks. I can already right? call it right now. <laughs> Junior's laughing his ass off right now. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Oh, boop. That's it. It's over. pause right now. Go yeah. like, oh man. <laughs> Renee's love this precision. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I try. The movie's too high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try and see if I can finish it by Friday. Okay. I, I believe if I, can, you. if I can finish it by next week. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about Argyle because yes. we watched it this last Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing uh, comic strips and uh, the Oscars are coming soon. So we're gonna be putting up our mm-hmm. predictions and sealing them up on an episode. But we're yeah. not gonna disclose what they are. Not More at information all. at the end when we actually discuss the topic. But for now, let's go ahead and start with comic strips. The portion of the show where we talk about topics that don't merit a ten to fifteen minute conversation. Question for you guys before we start: Should we start with the good news or should we start with the bad news? Let's start with the bad. Bad news. All right. So as of, uh, I believe, February 1st, I'm not so sure, uh, news came out that Carl Weathers has passed away at the age of 72. If you guys are not familiar with Carl Weathers' work, he was in the movie Predator. Uh, He was also Apollo Creed in Rocky. One and uh, two. One and two. And and four. Yeah. One, two, and four. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, he fought Russia, dude. Yeah, he did fight Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Lost with his life. Yeah. Um, but he he's also directed a lot of movies. The Mandalorian. To, mm-hmm. He's in the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. He was in Arrested Development too. He was. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. This one hit me a little too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was holding back a lot of tears at work because I kept picturing the fight scene when Rocky and Apollo fight in the first uh, Rocky movie. Yeah. And um, that scene always makes me cry because it's like so they, they're into it. They're into yeah. it. They're hitting. They're actually throwing blows. I think what what's great about is just. Apollo as a character was just it was a good you know f- not like good rivalry between him and Rocky it is that's so a thing. It, it, that turns into a great friendship that's a thing I yeah. enemies I, at the beginning no I, I always think the, it, I always think of two when um no wait he's also in three barely he he's kinda, in, no because he's in three because it's the end of three that he challenges Rocky again mm-hmm and then it's that's the when he that, beats uh, Mr. When, T. Yeah, when he beats Mr. T, and then he, uh, him and Rocky are gonna fight at the very end, and then he's like, "Oh, ring the bell, stallion." Oh, is that when goes, it goes like? And then he goes, "Ding, ding," and then like, and then freeze, 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 freeze. Classic, yeah, classic, man. Uh moving pretty good, stallion. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's good. This one sucked. Yeah, this one really did suck. Yeah, Carl Weathers is a treasure. Plus, also because like, I don't know what was the plan for you know Mandalorian Man. moving forward. If he was if he was gonna have like a little blurb of a scene, or just we're just gonna see where he's at. But obviously, we're not gonna get that now. I'm forward. I'm fine with where he was left. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. Well, the see the tricky thing is that it's weird because you left it in Mandalorian, him on 
that planet. Yeah. And he's working, he's actively working with Carl Weathers. Mm -hmm. I think if that's the case, just say he passed off screen. Mm -hmm. He passed away. Just say he passed away off screen. Don't do anything else. Mm -hmm. Maybe make a statue to him. Yeah, that'd be cool. And something else. And then, you know, call it. And you can even say the same thing. He fell asleep, which he fell asleep and he didn't wake up. Mm -hmm. Give him a proper ceremony and that's it yeah um i wrote a little blurb uh the nerds remember many others who continue have inspired and or entertain us to this day including because we didn't mention uh these other actors as well lance reddick matthew perry burt young andrew bra and many others who devoted their lives to bring us memorable roles in entertainment uh i don't know if you guys recognize burt young the name uh he plays um uh, polly he passed away last year in october and also from Rocky? Yeah. Polly passed away. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I completely forgot. I'm like, oh, shoot, that's right. He he did. Andrew Bra or Andrew Bra is... um. I wonder how that feels for Captain Holt. I wonder how, that, how Sylvester Stallone is taking it. Uh, apparently, like, he took it hard. Because, like, these are... I mean, it's a lot of his friends. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I mean that happens as you get older. Yeah. But, I mean... Dang. It's like we're getting to that age where we're, like kind of getting into our prime of our lives and then all the actors and actresses that we kind of grew up with yeah. are kind of like getting well, our I mean, I've, I've been noticing just in my instagram and facebook feeds that like people in my age group like either their grandparents or their parents are passing away more frequently now yeah i'm seeing that I've, ar- I've already had two mm-hmm. two people two parents two. or two grandparents oh no two friends Two friends. Friends that had their like, either... No, 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 no. Grand, yeah. Two friends who have died. Oh, two oh. friends have died. Oh, wow. Yeah, where I've outlived people. And it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, ooh. Dang. That's weird. Yeah, we're getting to that point. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. old, though. You're old. Shut up. I'm, Dude, I'm, I'm younger than you. No, I'm not sweater. You're not. Dude, I'm Knuff. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> uh But no, we remember Carl Weathers and everyone else. And uh, to the families out there, hopefully... Uh, peace comes soon and uh to the actors that have passed rest in peace also please respect them right now they're going through a lot yeah. you know let them be let them mourn let them do whatever they got to do don't go up to them and be like hey how you doing like how you holding up since do uh, people Carl. actually do that to the family some did tmz or paparazzis don't know uh, they did that the to line. amy joe johnson after that's right after uh which, oh, yeah. after jason david frank passed mm-hmm. When Jason David Frank passed, they like they caught her in like a, in the airport, and they were like, "How are you taking Jason's death?" And then she was like, "I say it like that." Man. Yeah, like that's it was so, stunned. Like she was like terrible. you could see she's stunned, and mm-hmm. then she just didn't say anything. She walked away, and you could see and you could see like she was because it, it was like within days. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you're still mourning. Have you actually seen? Do you follow her on social media? Jamie, Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny because she's a lot more outspoken now, which good for her because she's working on a lot of like her own independent yeah. work and stuff. She's she, directing. She's written for Boom uh, Comics yeah, as well. She's for a lot, comic, yeah, uh, I, she wrote for that and she's writing her own stuff as well. Didn't, I think she just did the memorial one, right? For uh, which one? For Tommy Oliver? That they one, killed him off in the in the actual comic. Yeah, yeah. that was the Boom comic special that came yeah. out a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's good because she calls out a lot of this uh, these these people that kind of mm-hmm. you know go out of their way to be der- jerks yeah be jerks and i get it it's a job to be a paparazzi but also like have a little morality well because not only that but also you're hoping she freaks out yeah it's no. a better it's a better pick no um can we move Sucks. on to better news yeah all right yeah. let's go ahead and start with this uh let's start with something smaller donald glover confirms with et that the community movie script is done uh this was during an interview for mr and mrs smith 
So according to him, he received a text message where he was told that the movie script for Community is done. It's mm-hmm. in the works, but he has not received a copy yet. Yeah. So we don't know when production will begin for that movie. Cool. Finally, hashtag six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie, which is interesting because he was the one that pushed it, mm-hmm. even though people were thinking that the movie was never going to happen because yeah. of how successful he was. I think it's really funny because you forget. Because you figure that he's working on other stuff and you don't realize, oh, wow, he's like, he's been, he's working on like 10 different things at once. Childish Gambino, then he did Atlanta, and well, he's done a lot he's, of other independent stuff. But he also wor- did he's working Deadpool. On, he's, he's, working, he's working on the Deadpool scripts for a while. He's working on some stuff, but then he's also ending. He ended a lot of things. Isn't as well, he too. supposed to end Childish Gambino soon? He, he did technically retire it, but he did announce that since his free time, you know, since he finished Atlanta and he finished, um, the other show he was doing for Prime, uh, he has been working on a couple of songs, but he does plan on putting out like one more can, album. I kind of hope yeah. he does because I don't. Mm-hmm. It, uh, this is America is a good song. That's a good song. Yeah. I just need one more. No, one think, more full album. I feel like him. I feel like the album uh, "This Is America" doesn't. It shouldn't be his final one. It needs to be, like you said, there needs to be one more. If there's something more. There's one more, especially yeah. with everything that's been going on. You know who I've been listening to a lot, and mm. it kind of sucks because he's no longer with us? Mm. Mac Miller. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. His music's been pretty great. I've been vibing. I've been mm-hmm. with a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Childish Gambino brings it back to mm-hmm. that kind of genre because what was that album that he made uh, with the song 3000 in it? Oh, uh, I forgot the album's name, honestly, but I know what. what that album's really good. Yeah, it's really the good. The whole way through, it's freaking bomb, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a great album. Uh, in other news, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog has two big pieces of news that released over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was revealed during Sony's uh, State of Play, which happened on February 1st, or was it March, January 31st? One of those days. February 1st. I don't know. I wasn't. I, I forgot about it. I just saw it on Twitter afterwards. Uh, Sonic Cross Shadow Generations uh, teased during Sony State of Play, which features 2D and 3D gameplay with some iconic scenes from previous games of the franchise, including Escape the City level, which was revealed Escape from Sonic Adventure city. 2. Do that. Have you played that? Have you played Sonic Adventure 2? Not 2, just the first one. Sonic Adventure 2 is freaking badass, dude. It's a better game. Way better game. Like the first one. No, so, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, like with Shadow mm-hmm. and everything else, the level designs are way better. The music, the f- the Sonic slaps. and Shadow levels are cool. Yeah. The Knuckles and Rouge ones are kind of weird. Mm. Those are those are harder. Yeah, because you're basically finding Master Emerald shards and mm. and then and Robotniks and Tails's levels yeah. are mid. Uh, mid? They're, they're 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 just like little like tank ones. Yeah, they're like it's like a tank. It's like a tank. A level. You know mm-hmm. what they have to redesign or remaster? Sonic Heroes. Sonic Heroes is sick, but honestly, I still don't think it's better than Battle Two. And Sonic Battle Two. Have you played Sonic Heroes? I remember seeing it for it, but I don't think I ever played it. Sonic Heroes was the one where you could play as three different people. Oh no, I didn't play that one, but yeah. I do remember seeing the, the marketing for that. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic Heroes. I so, still, but I think Battle Two still has a better soundtrack. Oh yeah. 100%. Way better soundtrack. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, the movie, finally revealed its logo, which borrows a lot from, from Sonic, Sonic Adventure, Adventure 2, 2, which mm-hmm. is dope. Excited for that. Uh, they've also announced the returning actors, which include Ben Schwartz, James Marsden, Idris Elba, and Colleen, I uh, don't know if I can pronounce this correctly, Colleen O'Shaughnessy? 
Oh, Shaughnessy? Shaughnessy. Mm-hmm. And Jim Carrey will return as Dr. Robotnik. Oh, interesting. Even he's coming out of retirement just to play yeah. that role. That means the script was pretty good. Yeah. Because he said, I'm only going to come back if the script's good. Dude, Sonic 2 was Surprisingly, ass. it's really good. It was, it was actually pretty good. You know I, what? I, I saw a fan casting for Shadow. And I kind of like it. Christian Hadenson. Christian Hadenson. Yeah. yeah. That makes I, sense. I saw Christian Hadenson and I was like, that kind of works. That kind of works, dude. Give it to him. So with that said, they've revealed who else they've casted for this movie. This includes James Walk from The Crazy Ones and Mad Men. Jorma Tacone from Lonely Island. He's one of the three members of Lonely mm-hmm. Island. Uh, Sophia Pernes, Pernis, who's from Blood and Treasure. Yeah. And uh, Cristo Fernandez, Ted Lasso. The one that they're rumoring already has a role is Kristen Ritter from Jessica Jones. Who do you think they're casting here as? Rose. Rouge the Bat. Yeah. Because she. You know uh, who Rouge the Bat she, is? He never played Battle 2. Oh, she's big in Battle 2. Yeah. Mm. If you look it's her- kind of, it, it, she's, she's a sexy <laughs> bat. That's it. Look Jeez. up Rule 34. <laughs> rule 34. No. Rouge <laughs> no. Do it in incognito. Do it. <laughs> no. Do it. Do it. No. On your phone, do it. <laughs> and then screenshot. <laughs> For later. Here's the thing. These Sonic movies, I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them. I, I'm excited because I want like bigs. I want like floppy. Imagine, I want Amy. imagine if uh, those are Cristo, uh, Cristo Fernandez is Big the Cat. That would be in- that would be interesting because I want Amy. I want Biggs. I want Froggy. Froggy. <laughs> Froggy. Where oh. are you going, Froggy? It's such a good. It's so good. It's so good. Play Sonic Adventure Two. It writes itself. Why not? Okay, fine. Don't play it then. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I think uh, I think there is an em- I think there's a there's a, a lot of emulators. Yeah, there's but a lot broken. of emulators. I I bought it on Steam. It was like two bucks. Oh yeah, it was solid. Uh, something that Renee might be into. Neil Druckmann drops hints that he's figured out the concept for The Last of Us Part Three. Quote: It does feel like there's probably one more chapter to this story. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Have you played The Last of Us Part Two? No, but I've seen what happens. Yeah, in the story. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna play it anytime soon, so I kind of read through it. Yeah, it does feel like there. It, it, There's stuff left on the on the on the, uh, table, on the table, right? And I get it because the, the way that the concept of the Last of Us isn't supposed to end with the epidemic of these funguses basically being eradicated. Yeah. So it's not gonna end the way that you want it to be. No. I completely understand. I always that. thought it was gonna end kind of like uh, The Walking Dead, where it's like we don't really know where the fungus came from. People are just living their lives now. Like well, this the is the new, like, they'll do now, more stuff. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's like this is the new normal. Yeah. Like we, we yeah. like this is the world now. There's no coming back. Like yeah. yeah. This is the new normal, but we've learned how to live in this world. So now my question is, does this become an Ellie story continue or does it continue being an Ellie story? Or are we gonna be Hold on, real following quick. someone else? If you have not played The Last of Us Part Two Part Two and you don't know what's going on yeah. and you don't want to be spoiled for the next season of The Last of Us. I would say skip. I like, would skip like skip to one hour. Skip to one hour. Uh, no, I would no, say, skip it like two minutes. No, two just, minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, just skip like to like thirty-five. Um, yeah, but yeah, you would you would do 
you would do Ellie, uh, what was it? You would do an entire story on Ellie. Mm-hmm. So the reason why, well, I know. Which means that you would have to let, especially for like the show, you'd have to let her age up. So I kind of feel like he's figured out the concept now that Last of Us season two is kind of, it's already going to start production soon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's kind of looking at what he's done for the script here and gone like, you know what? If we're going to extend The Last of Us into like a third or fourth season, possibly, mm-hmm. we need to continue the story. Because the way that The Last of Us Part Two ended yeah. ends in a way that makes sense for a video game. I don't think it'll make sense for a show. It's a dark ending. Exactly. It's super dark ending. So if yeah. you want to end, granted, just, you can have dark endings in shows. Yeah. But it's not a what, cause satisfying what, cause what dark is it? ending. Ellie's missing a finger. She's her, missing two fingers. She's missing two fingers. Her family is which are, her family leaves because she goes out to go get spoiler. Spoiler, I'm telling you right now. Cause she leaves to go get Joel's killer. Abby. Yeah. Abby. Abby. And which they already casted Abby too. They already casted Abby. Mm-hmm. They got didn't they get the person who voiced her? No. No, it was uh, an actress. Uh she's from um trying to remember once you see her you're kind of like oh yeah you know so here's my problem with people who like the last of us mm-hmm. i get that the show is very dark or the the game is very dark i get the story is kind of messed up and they didn't like what happened to joel there isn't a need to go out and send death threats to the voice actress oh, and yeah. the actress is going to be playing Abby. people do not know how to separate, separate life and fiction yeah do people not Dude, realize that if a show is still alive feel, yeah mm-hmm. do people not realize that shows are supposed to make you feel like if it doesn't make you feel Troy Baker's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's fine. He's alive. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's swimming in money. Yeah. Like he's just voicing yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Like chill dude. He went from uncharted to Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, man. Like Troy Baker went from like every video game in the world. So, I mean, just relax. He's fine. You don't need to murder anyone. Plus, as a storytelling aspect, that's just really well done because it shows you, that you feel, Joel, Joel, what he chose to do in the first game, mm-hmm. came back to literally bite him in the ass. And I've heard that yeah. from friends that have played the game, yeah. that the story of The Last of Us is all about consequences. Yeah. Because that was kind of, it was talked mm-hmm. about a lot in the show yeah. in season one of The Last of Us, mm-hmm. which is like everything that you do will have a consequence no yeah. matter what. That's and that's always thing. been a running thing. And they, keep, and they keep on bringing that up. And they brought it up in the show too of mm-hmm. like, you're going to pay for this. Exactly. Like there is a, you're, whatever you do next, there's a consequence to this. Exactly. And know that it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but one day, you're going to pay for this. Yeah. Plus, what he did wasn't really a good thing. He killed a bunch of people he, and decided to take, you know, doom the planet. Doom the planet because it, Ellie was the only hope to it, get rid of. So, the, but the, in the, his but in his defense, there is there was no guarantee mm-hmm. that it would save the planet. That's true. It, so, was, it was a big risk. But then a, also on top of that, he he killed a bunch of people and then chose to not tell. Ellie, the truth. Chose to yeah. be he selfish. took that. He took that. He took option. Ellie's choice. Yeah, he took that away from her. That's so it's interesting because, like, you're kind of placed in this position where there was no right answer mm-hmm. because Joel was lied to and not told that the procedure that would basically take Ellie's, you know, mm-hmm. the the experiments that they would do uh, for her mm-hmm. or on her would prevent her from dying. In their defense, I don't think they thought Joel was going to connect to her. Exactly. I don't. I don't think they thought like Joel he was, was going to become messenger. a father. I don't think they thought he was going to mm-hmm. become so, like a father. There was no right answer, 
but it's all uh, about the consequences really of your quick. action. If our listeners with the 35, we're sorry. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we apologize. Yeah. Well, uh, go to the 40. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Moving on to uh, the show aspect of it. They did cast someone else for the season two uh, show, mm-hmm. which is Catherine O'Hara. She joins the cast of uh, Last of Us season two. Did it say as who? Nope. They just said that Catherine O'Hara. At first, it was rumored. Mm-hmm. That was like yesterday. In all fairness. And then they confirmed it. This the That group, mm-hmm. there's a lot of characters in that group. Mm-hmm. I'm just... I'm interested to see where it all goes. They're not going to get rid of certain people in season two. Not yet. They're they're money makers. Do you think that okay, do you think that they're going to go straight in or do you think there's going to be a middle season? They're going to expand on more things. There's going to be season two is all about a setup. It's gonna expand certain stories a little more. And then when we get into season three, that's when the heavy hitting starts. I would be okay if they went to the Last of Us comics and then went for that in between what happened in one and two. Yeah. And expanded more there. Yeah, they can tell more stories. Have a full season of that and then kind of because that way you can get a little bit closer to characters. Look what they did in season one with uh, the, the, the couple. Yeah. That story was not in Perfect. the game at all. And that Perfect. Was, those basically came from Which letters. also won an Emmy. Yeah. It won an Emmy. Uh, Nick Offerman won an Emmy for it. Good for him. It was a great episode. Yeah, it was yeah. a fantastic episode. Um, Speaking about series, based on adapted series, yeah. I'll just say it that way. Uh, where am I at? Okay, series showrunners for the live-action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender have released new images and details about the series that is releasing February 22nd. I'm not going to lie. I'm liking what I'm seeing. You're liking what you're seeing. I am liking. What okay, I'm hold up. Let me show. Let me let me tell the people what what's been revealed so far. True. So far, the images you can look them up online. They're pretty good. I yeah. think that they. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Sticking to the costumes. Mm-hmm. Appa looks great. Momo looks great. Fire Lord and uh, Azula, phenomenal. Yes. I love how they look. Iroh also looks great. Just a little fast. A lot of characters are popping up pretty fast. Yes. So, in terms of the details of the show, this is what I found because the news has been kind of scattered all over the place. And to me, it feels like the showrunner, Albert Kim, is kind of... It's it's Albert Kim alongside the actors and actresses that are playing the trio. Yes. Right? That are kind of releasing this information. And it feels a little bit like damage control, like they're trying to justify what they're going to do. I still have faith, but I'm very skeptical. Uh, they tease that this version of the show is a remix and not a retelling of the animated okay. series. And will not be side questing for fun. Rather, the focus will be on the mission at hand. So you haven't seen the series at all, right? So which one? Uh, the Last Airbender? Oh, no. No. Okay. So my thing is that, okay, that kind of makes sense. Just because the reason why he's going around and having fun is because it's a cartoon. And we need to have side quests. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to have a week to week of like, these are, this is Aang's adventure this week. And then, like, because that's always how the show was. It was like four or five episodes of just like, did this, did this, did this, now main plot. And then the next five episodes are, you know, side quests. And then it's main plot again. And then, but all those people that you met along the way come up in the main plot later. so all you really need to know as someone that hasn't watched the series mm-hmm. is that the show takes place in like month in like a month or so that's basically all three books of the show and no a, it's like a month or more it's a little it's oh no it's a couple months it's like six it's like six months to a year it's real fast 
basically. It's like a, it's like a year because yeah. of the because of the Sozin's so Sozin's comment. So essentially, what happens is that Aang has to kind of like fight his understanding of his responsibilities as the Avatar. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times he does these side quests because he gets distracted easily, mm-hmm. and if also he, the fact that he doesn't want to be the Avatar. Exactly, he has to con. He has he he fights himself in terms of like I don't want to do this because I wasn't ready for this and. I, I just don't know what I would do. So but the, as the show goes on, you start to realize that his side quests become him actually being the avatar because he begins to help individuals. And then it becomes a fight about, well, the avatar brings destruction to places because the more I try to help people, the more they get hurt. And he understands the responsibility. Because usually what happens is, because Aang is 12. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that usually they didn't announce who the avatar was mm-hmm. until he was 16. Because then you were they, you were thought of as like an adult. Mm-hmm. This is your rite of passage. You are the avatar. Now you get to adventure. You get to go journey. Problem is that Fire Lord Sozin, the they could see that he was becoming a problem, and the only person that could possibly stop this situation was the avatar. Oh, okay. So they basically unlocked him early, because they knew he was the avatar mm-hmm. when he was a kid, and they go, he is the avatar. We have to start training you immediately to deal with Avatar Sozin. Mm-hmm. He can't take that responsibility and he books. That was the choice of the council that was at the Southern Air Temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the ones that made the choice, but his mentor was like, he's too young. Monkeyatsu before... was like, oh, he's way too young. Mm-hmm. Let him live four more years, a normal life. Mm-hmm. And then that way he can then adapt being the Avatar. He's still a child. And the other monks are like, no, he needs to become the Avatar right now. Aang didn't hear that. He just heard that he needs to become the Avatar, left, caught in the storm. And then he, and then when he fell into the water with him and Appa, he then got frozen. And the problem was when he got frozen, there was no way of releasing him. So mm-hmm. he, was released, he was frozen for 100 years. Mm-hmm. So the Fire Lord Sozin was able just to wipe. He was able to just take over the world. Mm-hmm. And now the fire and after a hundred years, everybody's looking for the Avatar because they're like, Well, he never died. Mm-hmm. He must be out here. And that's kind of like where the show picks up of like Aang's a twelve year old a hundred years in the future and dealing with, wow, this is what my decisions have brought us. I brought on all of this torment on everybody mm-hmm. else because i was selfish so speaking about good show. yeah i'll probably i mean honestly i might just watch the live action version. do it i no, do, yeah. i think it'd be interesting so uh, i think i think that, the li- i think the live action version will probably like mm-hmm. i hope it does the same thing that it did for you for one piece yeah mm-hmm. where you're like where you know you watch it and you're like oh this is kind of cool and mm-hmm. then you want to watch it so two points based off everything we just had a conversation on sozin's comment will not be a factor in the first season to accommodate for the tight timeline that the original series that had sense. So Sozin's Comet will not be mentioned until in future seasons. And the reason why is because once Sozin's Comet gets introduced, there's a set deadline. No, that that's endgame. That's like that's we the... have six months. And that's it. That's it. Like <laughs> yeah, once yeah. it's here, we got to do something about it. Okay. Um, reason for that is because they filmed the first season in 2022 when mm-hmm. the mem- the cast members were 11, 14, uh... so on and so forth. Right now, Aang, when, he was, when they were filming the first mm-hmm. season, he was the actor was 11 years old. Now mm-hmm. he's 14. So they have to try to figure out a way to time lapse Mm -hmm. it. That kind of makes sense, which is the plan. Once season two gets greenlit, there's Mm going to be years that pass by afterwards. Him training. Exactly. Which will show and kind of explain why he grows older. Because the, the, the other thing is is that what's hard about it is that Aang 
the reason why it's also really interesting too is because in the show, mm-hmm. Aang is not a master. Mm-hmm. Aang is skilled. He mm-hmm. picks up bending pretty quickly, but he's not a master master. Like his masters are still beating him. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things of like, you need to fight the Fire Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I suck. At, like I suck at firebending. Uh, I'm okay at earth and water. And I'm a, I am a master of air, but mm-hmm. you know, so I'm supposed to go up against a master firebender when his power is quadrupled. Yeah. And I'm supposed to survive? Like, I'm going to die. <laughs> Other key details that they've explained is that the villains in the Fire Nation will be given heavier focus with the, uh, uh, with the start of the of the series uh, being different than the original show. What was it? So villains and the Fire Nation will be given more in-depth details as the show goes on. Okay. Whereas in the show, we didn't really get to see how the Fire Nation came to be how they managed to conquer all the other nations. Uh, they'll be given more of a background, including other villains like Azula and Fire Lord uh, Ozai. Ozai and um, Zuko. They're all going to be given a little more details and a little more space to kind of work off, with. Zuko is given so much detail. I don't know what you're talking about. They're going to do it in the show differently because okay. they're also going to start the show different than the animated version of it. Huh. Uh, other details include character changes such as Sokka's sexism, which will be toned down. Uh, because they believe that some of the remarks were very iffy and won't translate well when the live action or in the live action sense. I feel that it is part of his growth as a child. Yes. Because he is a warrior and he was taught that the men are the warriors from his from his tribe. And like the women stay inside the huts, the men are the ones that are going outside. That's what his so, dad taught him. Here's the interesting thing about it. Because they've also mentioned that Katara is going to not have certain roles in the live-action version that she did in the animated series. She's healer. She's team healer. She's the healer. Not that. That she's the one that gets all the groceries. She's the one that washes the clothes. She's Mm -hmm. the caretaker of the group. They're going to pull that away. Here's the thing that I don't feel was translated well. These quotes didn't come from the showrunner. They came from the actors. The Hmm. kiddos. So... I understand that maybe they're being they're saying this because they're like, yeah, you know, some of these jokes, we really didn't vibe with it because apparently they had some say in how these characters were supposed to be played. Right. I still have faith that even if they remove certain aspects of it, they're going to replace it with something else because you're definitely right. Sokka and Katara's roles in the as in the group are essential to their growth and how they become the people they are by the well, end of the series. Well, because that's the entire reason why Sokka goes to meet the Kyoshi warriors. Exactly. Cause once, cause all of the, like, cause he's, yes, I'll admit he is very sexist and he's very like, women can't do this. Girls do are this, this, everything like that. Then he meets the Kyoshi warriors and then they beat the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. And he goes like, Whoa, women are like dope fighters. And then all that stuff kind comes. He, how much off. do you want to bet that when and he meets the Kyoshi warriors, he's not going to say anything. He's just going to act like, eh, all right. And then he actually learns from that. Like See, it's not being said. It's just going to be shown. Maybe that could be. It. I mean, I, I, my, that's my thing though, is that I like that, but also let's face it. It's over exaggerated also because it's a kid show. Yeah. Uh, two more key details before we move on. 
Uh, just a reminder to everyone, the original show creators, Brian uh, Konotsiko and Michael Dante Darmartino, mm-hmm. exited the show uh, for creative differences, leaving only Albert Kim as the sole showrunner. And then this is more on Renee. It's probably uh, the part that will be more interesting. Albert Kim has stated that he is planning to making this show enjoyable for fans as well as newcomers by taking inspirations from shows like Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So That's I guess he's trying to aim for more of like a like character centric mm-hmm. uh, show that's a little darker and the actions these people will have will have consequences at the end. What do you, I mean, I was going to say, cause like, um, cause you're dealing with live actors and stuff like that. It's not animated. It's not mm-hmm. fun. It doesn't, you know, it's you're, you're dealing with situations that characters, these people have to act. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So that makes sense. I, I kind of understand where they're going with that. I mean, yeah. that's cool. I mean, that makes it more appealing for me, honestly. I just yeah. want I just want the show to go long enough for me to get a live action toff. That's it. They have it in Greenlit season two. I know. I just so want. We'll that's why happens. I'm saying I just want it to last. Hold long your horse. <laughs> I just want it la- to last long enough to get a toff. So or, I'm hoping Boomy's is, in the first episode of season. So no. is season Boomy one book one? Hmm? Is no. season one book one? Or because they it in half? I think what they're doing because yeah. the beginning does book one end with them getting. It's the water. They go to North Pole. They go to the Northern Tribe, right? Yeah, because they because they're in the Southern Water Tribe, and then they have to go to the Northern Water Tribe. And that's book one is water. Yes, and then book two is Earth. Book three is fire, mm-hmm. and it ends with book three. It's only three. And then books. book four is um, the. Uh, There's no fourth book. It's only three. It's books. in the. It's in. Um, why can Why am I are you talking about Korra? the? Are you talking about the Korra? No, the novels? Legend of Korra. No, Legend of Korra is book four, which is air, because they go water. Earth, fire, air, right? That's her book one. Yeah, that's her book one. But her book, her book one is is, is air, air. But for because she's story, a master of all. Story wise, I think season one is half mm-hmm. of book one. Mm-hmm. So they talking? probably. Wait, what are you talking about? Wait, season one of the action. show of this live action show. It's gonna be water, but yeah. it won't go all the way to the northern water tribe. No, I think I personally think that you're gonna get all the way to the blue demon. How many episodes are really? season one confirmed? I think I think that's where they'll end. It's Netflix, ten episodes. It's yeah. gonna be ten episodes. I if think, they're lucky, mm-hmm. ten. If not, I, eight. I part think one, that I think part that two, what's gonna happen is you're gonna get all the way up to the Blue Demon and then cut it. There's a lot of story to tell in between then and the Blue Demon. So you're gonna do the Northern Water Tribe and all the way up to no, because you can do the Blue Demon and then after that one, then you go from the Blue Demon was Earth. It was no, after they visited Bossing Sing. Doesn't no, he get caught before they go into Bossy Sang? Nope, because he, which out the blue demon comes up in the first one because that's when Aang first gets captured. That's right. Never mind. You're right. I, I know what you guys are saying. Isn't this all potential spoilers? <laughs> no, because I don't know what they're saying. So well, I because really you, care. We, I gave you the DVD set. <laughs> you did. That like was two a waste years. of time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good uh, paperweight I had. <laughs> no, but, but you see what I mean? Because the blue demon yeah, is right in mean. the middle of the season. Because who captures him? Uh, Zhao. That's right. Wanna Gen- be general. General yeah, Zhao. Zhao. <laughs> I am General Zhao. Doesn't yeah. he get promoted? To Admiral. That's right. But uh but that's what I think though. I think you're gonna get the the up to the blue demon. Gotcha. And then you have the second and then the second season will go up to the water track. Well, let's see where it goes. Last bit of news before we wrap up comic strips. Let's talk about sports for a second. Sports. Super Bowl. CBS confirms that SpongeBob will perform Sweet Victory at the Super Bowl no, this year. No, he's not. No, no. hang on. Because, no, no. no. You cook. know why? I let, I let him cook because I was super disappointed. I swear to God, if that actually happens, I'm going to just laugh my butt off. So here's what they've done. They've teased the new CGI version 
of Sweet Victory. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're doing Sweet a full Sweet, Sweet Victory to open Sweet up Victory. the Super Bowl, and it's going to be fully animated into CG. Okay. No Kendrick Lamar this time. Okay. That's I was disappointed when they opened it up just for Kendrick Lamar to Listen, perform. man, if they if if the halftime show is Goofy Goober, I'm in. You're a goofy goober. Smith is all like, yeah. And everyone's like, 13. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either, but apparently uh, 13 is an important number with Swifties. I forget why. Oh, it's because it's her, for, for her favorite number. It's the number of. It's, oh, because, wait, that's it? That's it's it. It's just her favorite number? It's the number of sins she, you're allowed to commit. Right? <laughs> I get it if it's your favorite number, but when other people say that it's their favorite number, I'm like, yeah. do you have any connection to 13? I hate when people are trying to connect 13 to everything with Taylor Swift. Oh, no. Oh, 13. Oh, like, oh, what's a, you know. I have a number. Yeah. Nine. That's, that's your my, favorite number? That's my, it, it pops up a lot in my life. Mm. Nine? Nine. I was, no? Huh? No? That pops up a lot in your life? Nine means no? Yeah, in German. Oh, well, there you go. That's, <laughs> why, see, see that's why I get rejected nine. a lot. Nine. <laughs> you never seen, uh, what was it? You've never seen Yoga Hosers? No. It's nine, nine, nine. It's so many nines, it's ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap up comic strips. It's the end of comic strips, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and talk about Argyle. Because we're going to be spending a majority of the time doing the Oscars predictions. All right. Argyle, the new movie directed by Matthew Vaughn, Mm -hmm. most noticed for just letting you guys know if you are if you are interested in this movie this is this will be spoilers yes we're we're gonna talk about and people forget x-men first class yeah yeah a lot of people forget about that it's like one one of the better x-men's yeah if not the best x-men better x-men's i like x-men one x-men one's really good x-men one the first I, X-Men? I really like X-Men The one. first one? I like, I like X-Men 1. I liked it as a well. child. I know. I still like X-Men 1. It's Did good. you freak out when uh, Hugh Jackman opens up the suitcase and it's the... Oh, no. That was deleted. That's deleted. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's also in Wolverine. That's the Wolverine. Oh, Feel me? Yeah. I blocked that one out of my mind, dude. Yeah. And Wolverine... Oh, ugh, ugh, Why, Wolverine the Origins. <laughs> oh, no. That's not the Samurai one. I'm, no. I'm talking about the Wolverine. No, yeah. the Wolverine. Anyway. What Argyle. I'm going to start by saying this. So we were, I was trying to figure out why this movie this because we watched it and so did Andy. Mm-hmm. And Andy was just like, didn't like this movie. I'm like, God dang it, dude. It's fine. But she went mean. I told her she was a little bit mean. I was just oh, like, jaded. She's super yeah. jaded. She, yeah. Super I was like, jaded. dude, relax. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't just, I just didn't like it. I just, yeah. I would, if this movie came out with Zeke, I would never watch it again. I'm like, I, 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 I feel that Andy went, to go see this movie for the wrong reasons. I feel like she no, and like, I get, she didn't I, understand. She didn't understand the movie I, she was going to go. See. I got, I got, I understand her why she did, and I feel like a lot of people will be in the same boat as her, which is when they think of Matthew Vaughn, they think of Kingsman, because a lot of the movies, no one thinks of Kickass anymore. It's technically a popular movie. I mean, but it's culty at this point. I no one mentions it, unless you're like a diehard that's, geek. That's true. Yeah. I mean. Here's my thing though. I it, loved Kick-Ass. I Kick-Ass was what I take it. Kick-Ass Two wasn't bad either. Yeah, I like Kick-Ass Two. Um, my thing. Is, oh shoot. My thing is that I. <sighs> stupid. Anyway. You're on timeout. <laughs> I didn't. I the the main thing is that I know that Matthew Vaughn is a huge, huge spy movie like and fishy aficionado. Yes. Mm-hmm. He loves old 
60s and 70s spy movies. Yeah. yeah. He loves how cheesy they are. He loves how cheesy the special effects is. Mm-hmm. He loves everything about it. Which is fine because we got the homage and the story to, we got the homage well, to spy movies in the first Kingsman. That's the thing. And the Kingsman is based off a comic property called The Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Yes. But he basically took what little thing happened in Kingsman and just made it into his own thing. Which right. is 100% he, fine. That's the thing. And I think that's the only time we actually forgave an, a director that did something like that. Because yeah. he made his own thing with it and it actually was really, really now, good. As people that love spy movies, mm-hmm. I feel like the Kingsman did a proper homage to a lot of spy movies. Yeah. For no. me, it was the dog named JB mm-hmm. because people thought it was like, oh, James, James Bourne, Bourne, James Bond. Yeah. It's like, no, Jack, no, Bauer. Jack Bauer. And I'm like... Dude, they dropped that's the hard good. one. Yeah, it's they good. They dropped that's the a, hard that's one, a, bro. That's a I good one. Watch twenty four. So you've never oh, seen twenty four. What? You've never seen 24. Bro, no. dude, it's uh, boom, boom, boom. I never cared boom. for it. That's the thing, bro. The events that are if you about to take if place, you were convincing me to watch the rookie, time. you mm-hmm. have to watch twenty four. That's true. Oh well, hold on. Where's it available on? Hulu. Hulu. Is it on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Okay. Because I know they did like a return season after like yeah we're four, not talking about four that. years and it resurgence no yeah resurgence is okay mm-hmm. um but the but actual like twenty four yeah. oh man the ending to the Dude. entire series is beautiful it's I think so good it was that and then I never watched Prison Break and I never watched Prison Break is good yeah. Prison Break is good for like two seasons who did Prison Break was it J G Abrams or not J J Abrams was an was an executive producer on it uh, J J okay. Abrams produced Fringe. He did also produce French. Yeah, he, he was doing he was loss. doing a lot of TV for um yeah, yeah, for Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, mm-hmm. I think that this is his version of a seventies spy movie. It's a romantic spy movie. It's a romantic spy yeah. movie. Way I, more I can forgive. Honestly, you know what it kind of reminded me of? Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. It really does remind me of Her okay. Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. He did a good job in kind of falsely advertising what the movie was about. Because I was more excited about that it was I was more excited that it was another Matthew Vaughn spy movie. Mm-hmm. And then I walked in and it was like, oh, this is very it's a romantic movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. I could still enjoy it. There's still a lot of Matthew Vaughnness in there, yes. especially in the fight scenes. Yes. Yeah. And I will say the fight scenes in these ones, they're not God tier like yeah. in Kingsman. But they are very creative. Really quick, guys, if you don't know anything about Argyle, it is basically a premise is about it's a woman that writes a spy series called Argyle. And apparently it's a very successful series and stuff like that. But the thing is, is that, um, what is it? It's becomes like these, um, agencies that find out that all the stuff that she's been writing about has happened. A division. A divi- yeah. Called the division. And then also another, um, secret agency has caught on to it as well too. And found themselves trying to see what else she knows and stuff like that. Should so, we spoil it or no? I mean, that's... We already gem- said it. We already said it. We already, yeah, I, I already said it at the beginning. Okay. But, spoil. yeah, it's going to be spoilers, but that's for listeners. I mean, some listeners don't care. They just yeah. don't the, uh, listen to the, us. The, the idea of the movie, though, is that she comes up with an idea that mm-hmm. a, this spy agency is corrupt, mm-hmm. and it's actually working Happening. like a terror... It's working as a terrorist mm-hmm. group, yeah. and they're responsible for a bunch of terror... Like, acts and stuff like that across the world. Mm-hmm. They, they end up finding out in the rest of the movie... And in her book, she's writing how Argyle is trying to find the proof of their corruption. You find out that they're real... All the things that have been happening are real, and now they want her because they want to know how much more she knows. Yeah. Um, and then, mind you, the Henry Cavale and John Cena are the fictional characters in the book. 
Yes. So they're not really. So Dual Lipa. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Dual Lipa is also. Um, and Who's then you Dua Lipa? have Dual Lipa was the. Wait, was that the, name supposed to matter? She's a musician. She's a musician. She was uh, Mermaid Barbie in the Barbie movie. Yeah. She also uh, created the song, um, the, the the dance party song in the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Where Barbie well, anyway, has she, a party mm-hmm. in her. She's in her the house. she's the techie. Oh. oh yeah. She was the techie. She was the girl that was doing all their tech. Uh, no, she was, was the bad girl. Yeah, she was the one in the gold dress that uh, John Cena oh, captures her bad. on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Okay. But so, anyway. Yeah. The thing about it is that this movie, so whereas Kingsman had a lot of great action sequences and very little plot twists, yeah. this one was less action twists. sequences, mm-hmm. more plot twists. Yeah. And the plot twists, even though they were predictable at some point, yeah. were still very enjoyable because you got to follow along. My thing was, it was that fun. So I, yeah. I liked it though because honestly, at a certain point, I was a little bit like I don't know who to trust. Yeah, yeah, you I, don't. Know. At, a cer- at a certain point, I was like, I don't know if Sam Rockwell is telling the truth, and mm-hmm. I don't know if, uh, what's it called, Brian Cranston is telling the truth. Like, who who exactly is telling the truth right now? Because mm-hmm. everybody's kind of playing their hands. Yeah, and it's like betrayal, betrayal, betrayal. Now, then you hear Sam Rockwell going like, "I'm gonna put a bullet in her head," and it's like, "Oh, well, do do we trust Sam Rockwell? Who's he working for?" So the basis of the plot twist essentially comes into play when you start to realize, and it's explained to you, that uh, Ellie Conway, who's the writer of the Argyle series, is actually a sleeper agent. Yes, she ends up having uh, amnesia by, mm-hmm. because of an accident. Yes, and she's actually an agent called Agent. Are Ryan Rachel, Kelly, Ryan Kelly, Rachel Kelly, Rachel, Rachel Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. So Rachel Kelly, and everything she's writing in the series. Well, Rachel Kyle. Rachel, Rachel Kyle. Kyle. Rachel. Yeah. Ky- yeah. Because that's the Sorry, R Kyle. So Rachel yeah. Kyle. Everything that has she's been writing in her books are actually memories mm-hmm. of her as an agent before, and yeah. they're pushing her to continue to write the series because she's supposedly knows where the silver bullet is supposed to be hiding, which will be revealed in book five. Yes. So with that piece of knowledge, the plot twists start to become more twisty. And so that's where that comes into play, where now who do you trust? Because you have the people she believes are there to help her Mm -hmm. saying things like, we're going to put a bullet in her head Mm -hmm. and her parents end up not becoming her parents. They end up being, Agents being, of the division, mm-hmm. yeah, who are brainwashed her mm-hmm. and British and British, <laughs> yeah. She's like, um, my mom is British, and so <laughs> there's a lot of details that come into play that Matthew Vaughn really did well in hiding yeah. at the beginning of the of the mm-hmm. move of the movie, yes. which is when she's remembering things, it's all in black and white, yeah, but certain details are left in color, mm-hmm. yes, and that gets explained towards the end mm-hmm. uh, when she starts to see. Uh, what's the agent's name that helps her out? Sam Rockwell's character? Yeah. Is um, it Aiden or something like Aiden, that? Yeah. Aiden. When Aiden's fighting, she'll blink, and then it changes to Henry Cavell's character, yeah. Argyle. So mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting, because ironically, I thought instead it should have been John Cena she was seeing. Because that is her representation mm-hmm. of... So. I, I thought, thought I, 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 I thought that. about I thought about it later, and I, I was like... I slept on that, because what you said afterwards... What's up? really hit me and i'm like wait now i understand why she's seeing argyle Mm -hmm. so in the movie she talks about how argyle is her coping mechanism Mm -hmm. in stressful situations that's why she sees aiden Mm -hmm. and argyle Argyle as argyle whenever he's fighting Mm -hmm. yeah right 
and he's very smooth and kind of you know mm-hmm. he's the the perfect spy right i also yeah. loved his first the way he looks in the very beginning where he just looks like a dirty hippie he does yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Great. he looks like a dirty hippie and yeah. she's just like well what do you do for and he goes espionage yeah, yeah. and then she <laughs> she's like what and he goes yeah uh, this isn't probably what you imagined yeah. <laughs> so i'm gonna go into the end of the movie right yeah. now okay because at the end of the movie happy ending mm-hmm. she ends up uh you know, giving the master files over to the correct agency mm-hmm. to reveal what the directive causing another oil spill, basically uh. doing all this. And they basically <laughs> live happily ever after. All of a sudden, Argyle, mm-hmm. Henry Cavill's character, is at their presentation and he's real. Mm-hmm. We get a mid credit scene where it's in sepia tone because it's in the past mm-hmm. and we see the Kingsman bar. Yeah, which twenty years in the past, mm-hmm. all of us, the oh, theater the was kind of empty. Everyone yeah. was just like, "What?" It was another uh, GI Joe. It was a yeah, Transformers. It was so funny yeah. because I don't know why both theaters were empty, and there was only like nine people. Yeah, and like all nine of us all kind of went like, "Are y'all seeing this?" Yeah, <laughs> like I, like everybody yeah. else. Did you, did you notice that we all audibly went like, "What?" what? what? <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, "What?" Everybody. <laughs> Everybody in the movie theater at once just went, what? Yeah. <laughs> so we see the Kingsman bar. I wasn't really expecting an after credit no scene. No one was. Like, if anything, I was kind of expecting like a little funny blurb. Yeah. I was like, okay. But no. Yeah. I thought Kingsman, it would have been, like, I honestly thought it was going to be Alfie the Cat. So I thought it was yeah. going to be something right. silly yeah. with the cat. So the Kingsman pub is shown and yes. we see someone approaching the bar, speaking to someone, orders a drink in a very specific way. Yeah. Yes. Gets handed a gun with a silencer. Mm-hmm. He, well, it's like, yeah, it's he with, says a with a twist. With a twist. And so he reveals his name to be something at the beginning. I forget the, the yeah. name, but he says Argyle. Mm-hmm. So then something clicked because then you said, oh, what if like this, this is going to be his extended universe, right? Mm-hmm. And all this other stuff. And then he said, what if Argyle was the one to train Ellie? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, so what if she's using Argyle, seeing yeah. him uh-huh. in these situations when Aiden's fighting? Yeah. Because Argyle was her mentor yeah. exactly yeah. and that's why he's using argyle as mm-hmm. a coping mechanism because i really want i i really want henry cavill to be a kingsman mm-hmm. i think he is i think yeah. i think i think she was trained either by a kingsman or she because the thing was if henry cavill is real that also means john cena's real it mm-hmm. could maybe and i want john C- i want him so bad to be a, a statesman yeah i want john cena to be a statesman and to be real and to have a cowboy hat mm-hmm. and be like i want him to have like the the little like pull up string yes. and like just like a just like a shirt that doesn't fit mm-hmm. and he's like yeehaw i kind of want his weapon to have like spurs like his i want it to yeah. like dude i i there's so cowboy. there's so many things you can do with john cena as a statesman that i'm like right here, by the way. That, there you go. That, that's gonna be so so interesting yeah no i 100 percent agree and how honest. do i how do i keep these two big name actors mm-hmm. and bring them into this next movie just make him a Kingsman, make him a Statesman. I'll be honest. Yeah. This movie was pretty mid mm-hmm. up until that point. Really? I was enjoying the hell I, of this I, movie. I, enjoyed, I liked it overall. I enjoyed the first two acts, mm-hmm. lost me in the third act. Mm-hmm. Like I saw my bar go like slowly start to drip. It was like it was like a solid four out of five, and then it went to a three point eight, three point mm-hmm. five, and I was like, holy crap, this is like super boring now. I mean Sam, Sam Rockwell carried that movie. Yeah, he as well, too. I, he did. Sam Rockwell was doing Sam Rockwell lifting. and uh Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Bryce Dallas they, as as the as the straight woman. Yeah. It, it, I was telling Renee this that uh Bryce Dallas Howard is everything that Hollywood tries to hide and she does such a great job in this movie. What do you mean by tries to hide? 
Bryce Dallas Howard is not the face that Hollywood likes to promote because she's a little more natural looking than sure. all the other actresses that yeah. Hollywood likes to sure. showcase. But the thing is, and Andy and I were talking about this in the car, she is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like she's got a very natural face. Uh, she's I'm, very natural looking. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I like her more as a red. Yes. Oh yeah, no, yeah, she's no. better she as a redhead. She looks, as a, redhead. She looks yeah. a lot better as a redhead. But the thing is, is that she she has a very natural look, and with that, really really great acting. She does. She really really she, great. She does a she does some really good heavy lifting when it comes to the emotional scenes. Yes, when she went from anxiety driven Ellie Conway to like Rachel Kelly, mm-hmm. or yeah, Rachel mm-hmm. R. Kelly. No, it's not R. Kelly. It's Rachel. R. Kyle. R. Kyle. God, you made me say Rachel Kyle. Rachel Kyle. Rachel Kyle. Not R. Kelly. So when you went from anxiety to Rachel Kyle seriousness, that transition is difficult to make. She did it so well. She did a really great. and, and And I really enjoy that. And I really enjoy the idea of her losing her damn mind. Yeah. Where she's talking to Argyle. And in reality, she's talking to Kyle. She's talking to Rachel. Mm hmm. In like the in like the mirror when she's going like I can't do this, and then Argyle starts going like You can do this like mm-hmm. come on and it's and then when you realize oh she's talking to to herself, to herself. she's talking to that more confident personality mm-hmm. it's like oh dang that's super sick I enjoyed this movie a lot because I love cheesy spy movies sure I love a good cheesy spy movie I love you know like old seventies spy movies it. That's the thing about them. You can kind of tell where they're going. You can kind of see, like, if you're following and you kind of know where things are going, you can slot it in pretty well and go, like, okay, I kind of see where these twists are coming. Yeah. But I do, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the comedy that was going into it. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the the twist at the end. I I kind of, the only thing I was kind of missing was at the ending. I, I do like the fight between her and uh was it sam rockwell Mm -hmm. but i was really hoping that they were gonna have like a smarter what is this i don't know you tell the wig oh probably that's what it is it's from the wig oh my god (laughs) anyway i what probably stuck to your glasses it's It's on your glasses (laughs) oh it's on my glasses oh there it is anyway it's from the it's from the skit anyway um what was it what was it? oh yeah i was really hoping that they were gonna have that kind of like uh kingsman wit yeah where it was like oh no we need a retinal scan and then immediately you see brian cranston come out and it's like yeah you need my peepers can you look up to see the rating of argyle is it pg-13 or is it rated r I think it's PG thirteen because I didn't hear them really use the F word a lot. They used Bryce or uh, Ellie used it once, and then there wasn't any like head explosions or anything graphic, like Kingsman. I can see it being PG thirteen. I think it was PG thirteen. Uh, yeah, PG thirteen. Okay, that explains it. Yeah. So, because I I really wanted that moment of like, dang, if only we had him, and then just to kind of see him go like, what? So I will say this. And I'll leave these as my final thoughts so that you guys can put in your final thoughts afterwards. Mm-hmm. Two main points that I feel like I need to defend this movie for. One, I think that this movie had a very great story. Mm-hmm. It, it in on, As a script, this story was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Right. It was very spy. It was a very romantic spy mm-hmm. story. I understand yeah. why the talent jumped on. Yes. 
as a movie, it didn't hold my attention as it should have with you, other Matthew Vaughn movies. So you feel that this is a better book than it is a movie? Yes. Okay. Which is funny because it's a movie about Got a, a book. book. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Like a real life book? No, no, no because no, of Argyle. Argyle. Oh. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. The second thing I want to address, which this is more towards people that are probably going to be disappointed watching this movie and thinking like, well, I expected Kingsman. I want you guys to remember The Glass Onion. Originally, Ryan Johnson was making a movie in the Knives Out universe, Mm -hmm. and he wanted to make the movie Glass Onion Mm -hmm. and not put the Knives Out title next to it. Mm -hmm. Reason being is because he doesn't want the Knives Out weight to kind of carry this movie forward. He wanted this movie to be on its own. Netflix then comes in and says, well, you know, people probably won't watch this movie if we don't put the Knives Out subtitle in Put the Knives Out and then... It'll, it'll, it'll sell, sell mm-hmm. which it did. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Johnson has come out on record to say it wasn't really his choice, and he kind of wished that the glass onion was just called the glass onion. Well, I mean, I, like I, I mean, I could tell it was a gla- knives out glass onion. I, was, I could tell it was a knives out sequel because you know you had the Matt LeBlanc exactly, yeah, yeah. LeBlanc. But yeah. you could you it wouldn't fall back on it. It wouldn't fall back mm-hmm. on the knives out mm-hmm. success, right? For, in now, that mo- in that movie, I don't know why I really love that uh, that line. Where it's like, oh, it's genius. No, it's just dumb. <laughs> that was a good meme for a while. Yeah. It's no, it's genius. Ge- no, it's, no, it's just, just dumb. dumb. So with that said, Argyle, mm-hmm. I have a theory that Matthew Vaughn went to 20th Century Fox, yeah. which originally were the producers of the Kingsman, Kingsman. and mm-hmm. said, what if we make a movie in the same universe, but not have it be deeply Kingsman. rooted to Kingsman? And 20th Century Fox said, no. It needs to have Kingsman in the title. Exactly. And Matthew Vaughn said, no, because it's supposed to be a spy movie. We want to keep it secret. He then went to Apple, and Apple said, do whatever you want. 200 million. There you go. That Supposedly, the budget was 200 mil. Really? I could see it. But the other thing, too, because I know that, um, what was it called? I know Andy's complaint, too, was the CGI was bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think Apple is still a young company, and they probably just don't have assets to make Matthew Vaughn's movies look yeah. as not only that, movies, that, but, that c- but all the CGI in the even in Kingsman was pretty shoddy as well too. If you think about it, um, the it, doesn't, where, it doesn't hold up as well. That's the thing is, if you watch Kingsman and you watch the final fight between Eggsy and uh, Samuel Jackson's little, uh, you know, henchman with the knives, with the knife, yeah, with the knife legs, when Eggsy clicks his shoes and then cuts her. That looks pretty bad. It's a slow mo shot. I think it's not. It's not not a great CGI. I think the reason why Mm -hmm. it was very bad was because it was used a lot in the smoke sequences. Mm -hmm. And whereas in Kingsman, there was a lot more uh, physical. Mm -hmm. There was a lot more uh, physical use. The fight scenes were more natural Mm -hmm. with CGI to basically just make it look better. But it's a very Matthew Vaughn movie in the sense of how he moved the camera with certain Mm -hmm. actions. Yeah. And then the blinking sequences in Argyle were pretty sick. That was pretty good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, it's just that I you could tell, though, like you said. Um, so I love when Matthew Vaughn loves to give characters like these great moments in mm-hmm. these movies. With, with Kick-Ass 1, it was Hit-Girl's hallway fight scene mm-hmm. when she fights all the guys. In Kick-Ass 2, I think it was also um, 
the final fight scene as well too. Yeah, that was uh, Kickass and uh, Red Mist. Red Mist. It? They had a good fight as well too. Kingsman, obviously, it was the church scene with Colin Firth. Oh, and uh, uh, Matthew Vaughn yeah. with God Mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it also uh, Hit Girl versus Mother Russia? Yeah, see that was good as Hit, well too. Hit Girl yeah. versus Mother Russia. Yeah. That was pretty good CGI as well too. Uh, Kingsman Golden Circle with. Um... Uh, what's there, his name? There, there Merlin. Was like, yeah, there was like two seats. Two the first, scenes. The, in the very beginning, when um, was it when he's fighting? Oh, Charlie. Charlie. That, that was one's pretty a, good. That's, that's a good Prince scene. Playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with and then Merlin the doing his last song mm-hmm. before he dies. Yeah. That's there's, good. there's great character moments that Matthew Vaughn likes to do, and he does that in Argyle. He yes. does. Yeah. The, the train fight sequences mm-hmm. and the apartment sequences were really good. Was funny, and then the hallway fight scene when they're dancing, mm-hmm. but killing at the same time they're like having their I, dance together i think oh, it's in int- smoke screen yeah yeah it was I, okay for me but the thing is yeah, that yeah, I, there's nothing I, wrong with it. i liked it because it, it was it's not actually what was happening mm-hmm. which i also do like because they're both crazy mm-hmm. i think they needed to just preference the fact that they were both nuts mm-hmm. because if you look at it when they're showing what they're doing the infrared when you, when they're showing what they're doing, mm-hmm. and then when it shows the infrared, it shows a lot closer to them tactically just yeah. shooting, and then from their view, it was just a it was like a ballet dance, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they and I I do think that if you would have kind of made it where it was like, oh yeah, they're either like they're either schizophrenic or they're just crazy, that scene would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, but it, it's fun. Yeah, it is, it's a fun movie. Last thought for I, I, me yeah. is that I enjoyed it for what it was, mm-hmm. and. I think with the fact that it's a romantic spy story, mm-hmm. I I can let it exist for what it is. Yeah, and I wouldn't discourage people to go watch it. No, because there's certain. I'll let it exist. I'll let it exist. I tell I'll people. I'll let it so, exist. So what I've been telling people, because like you know, I go, oh yeah, it's another Matthew Vaughn movie. The guy that did Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, I love Kingsman. Kingsman's good. I'm like, well, if you enjoyed Kingsman, you'll definitely enjoy Argyle. I just tell them that's about it. Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it to, it, it's definitely on Matthews Vaughn's least enjoyable films for me, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's had a miss. I think no. all his movies so far have been pretty yeah. enjoyable. I think a lot of people, you know, it's funny. When I talk about Kingsman with certain people, people prefer Kingsman over Golden Circle. I'm on that, that boat. Yeah. I'm no, on King's that boat. Man is actually the superior it's, movie compared to it's the better Golden movie. Circle. Yeah. Because Golden Circle had a more slapstick comedy mm-hmm. in it, while Kingsman had a better story. Yeah. I do I do wish that they made more I kind of wish that they were doing both timelines at the same time. Uh I would they probably will with an Apple series. Apple has Argyle to probably make a series out I of it. I think this. I think that would be really sick if you were to do King's Man mm-hmm. and then actually have like a Kingsman mm-hmm. one. I, I would love it. I would love it so much mm-hmm. if Kingsman turned into a show, kind of like uh, I still Mission see, Impossible. I still want to see what the Kingsman did involved how with the with the Third Reich. So, <laughs> like, well, anyway, I, I, I thought it was interesting I would, because I would love the, to see that. well, Absolutely. to close out, I, yeah. I this topic especially, the movie ends and then it says book one mm-hmm. coming soon, which implies that he's making a bigger universe. Yeah. With the Kingsman and also Argyle. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in it. It's super weird, though, because just with the beginning of Kingsman 1, mm-hmm. with, like, you know, him annihilating half the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard not to mention it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's super hard not to mention, like, 
Hey, remember when everybody just went nuts and started yeah. murdering but each we other? We don't know where King or Argyle takes place. That's the thing, though. We yeah. don't know. Mm. So, I mean, if anything, it could be a prequel to Kingsman, and then Argyle comes it, up later. I think it might be because they were showing they had bur- their their burner phones were a little bit old tech. But then Samuel L. Jackson plays a CIA agent in here, uh-huh. and then in the Kingsman he plays yeah, Valentine. Both. It doesn't matter. Maybe, Maybe they're he, twins. Well, and plus Valentine had a speech impediment as well too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I I I do. I, I mean, I don't mind pl- people Maybe. playing different characters yeah. inside the same. You universe. just love I'm the series so much. I love. This. I, I'm on that boat. Well, maybe they and I love Samuel Jackson yeah. too. Like Samuel Jackson. He, he can read this. He can read. He can read the phone book. Because maybe maybe they are like related characters. They probably way. are. Yeah. What are you guys' last thoughts before we uh, wrap up the topic? I overall go ahead and watch it. It's it's. I think it's a good date movie as well too because it's just super fun. Can you click like the that. Rotten Tomatoes? Oh. Oh, you want to see the score a, for the audience? Oh wow! You got a thirty-five. Sixty-five. Yeah, oh, people are enjoying it. Okay, it's good. a fun. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah. I I yeah. It's a it's a popcorn movie. I'm I really enjoy it. I do think that he thought that Alfie was gonna steal the show. Yeah, just yeah. because there's a lot marketing, of scenes, yeah, marketing wise, like I the feel cat. like the cat was gonna like that's what they thought if, they were like, oh it, yeah, the cat's gonna be cute. If they showed more quirky cat scenes in it, maybe, but it for the the way that the movie is and the showcasing the cat, the cat doesn't really. I would have loved it if the cat was a, was a secret agent, or what if they, or was a key or something like that. Some some people were already making like uh, predictions that Argyle is the cat. <laughs> just like, that would have been hilarious. I would have been like, how do you play that out? But it's like, I mean, in a joke aspect, I, I guess that's funny. What about if the cat was a sleeper? Mm-hmm. If the cat, like, the cat was a sleeper <laughs> agent? Yeah. Like the cat is actually uh, that's why, the leader well, that's... of the, what is it? The, 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 the what is it? What's the, the division. The division, yeah. I, I just thought it would be funny because every single time the cat seems to do anything, it's always against them. You know what? I wouldn't mind if um, John Futches, mm-hmm. or however you pronounce his la- uh, the name, the screenwriter for this movie, yeah. mm-hmm. actually wrote a book series. For Argyle? For Argyle. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Or if Matthew Vaughn wrote it. Yeah. Totally fine with that. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Uh, you have last thoughts, Nick? Fun movie. I say go watch it. Um, if not, it's going to be out on Apple Plus. Probably pretty, pretty soon and everything else. Cause I feel like they're not going to make this decision on just movie theater. I think they're also going to make the decision based off of uh, Apple plus Bryce Dallas Howard's going to jump on this one immediately. She'll probably be like, I mean, it's Bryce Dallas Howard. It's she's very enthusiastic with like series that she loves. Yeah. So it'll work. I and mean, she, Jurassic all, world got like two other movies and that was because they all had a great time the and yeah. you got a solid cast, solid crew. I think, I think this movie's going to be a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see the uh, direction that Argyle takes in the future. We've got about 10 to 15 minutes left Crazy. on the show. So let's talk about the Academy Awards. So I will go ahead and talk to you guys, the audience for ah. just a second. Uh, because you guys can also partake in what we're about to do. I spent two hours of my day creating this sheet right here, basically this little packet that has all the Academy Award nominations uh, that are going to be happening for this year's awards with little checkmark boxes in them. I will leave a link in the description. So you can also play the game with it. So you guys can also participate. Or if you guys don't want to, at least you guys have a nice little form as well. So you guys can host your little parties and do this as well with your group and stuff and like that. But uh, we want to hear from you guys. If you guys have predictions, go ahead and send us 
maybe they can email us the forms yeah, and they yeah. can choose as well. Yeah. Um, but to kind of give you a walkthrough, see what who it got is, closest. Yeah, exactly. See, see how you guys did. But essentially, what this form does is it gives you all the categories, all the nominations, including uh, the movies and the people that worked behind it and certain things. Um, and I've also included footnotes on the bottom because Golden Globes and the Oscars tend to have similar. Um, when someone wins a Golden Globe, more than likely they're going to win an no. Oscar. More, more more times than not. More times than not. But the difference is that the Golden Globes actually gives out more awards for certain, uh, what is it called? Uh, certain groups or certain um, categories mm-hmm. uh, because they're split into drama and musical and comedy. So, for example, if you guys go to the best picture, I put asterisks on Oppenheimer, Anatomy of, uh, of a Fall, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the other one that I put an asterisk on? Poor Things. Yeah. The reason being is because Poor they, Things... They sweeped on a lot of them. Yes. Poor Things won Best Motion Picture in a Musical Comedy. Oppenheimer won Best Motion Picture in a Drama. And Anatomy of a Fall won Best Motion Picture Non-English Language. That was the Golden Globes. But they're all nominated for the same category in the Oscars. So you guys can use that as a reference. With that said, Nick, Renee, and I are going to be taking this and kind of putting her... Or we're going to basically answer these essentially. And then we're going to lock them up and put them away in a manila envelope where we won't see the results until after the Oscars. And we'll have a conversation and see who was closest. Surprised that Godzilla minus one isn't on this. So it is on there. <laughs> no, but I mean for best director for best director. I think we'll look at the, okay, let's talk about the, the categories for a second. You want to sure. talk about best director for a bit? Um, well, I mean, we can just go down the line. Do you really want to no. talk about like actor and leading role, actor and supporting role? Can you start I filling mean, it out right now. We could as we I talk about. I, I, I've been. That's what I've been doing. Oh. So, which 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 category do you want to focus on? Have a little bit of a conversation on. Uh, while we're doing this, uh, we can always talk on like. Uh, about best supporting. Best In what? Su- for, uh, best supporting for a male actor. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like. That's your pick. I'm gonna cross this out. <laughs> <laughs> Best supporting actor. If that's your pick, I'm out. I'm just... uh, no, Robert De Niro. Duh, come on. You know what? Honestly, that's a that's a toss up between the two of them. That so, really that really is a toss up between the two of them. Robert De Niro is such a classic star mm-hmm. of like movies and everything like that, and. Ah, man, like he he's he, he's a master of the craft. You know what? I, the more I look at the category, the more I'm like, well, this is actually going to be a very interesting category because you have. Which one? Uh, OK, so I'm going to mention all of them in the supporting role actor. Sure. Uh, just out of respect. Sterling uh, K. Brown for American Fiction, Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling for Barbie and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here is mm-hmm. the thing. Out of the five listed, I believe three have a very high potential of winning this Oscar. Sure. Robert De Niro, because it's Robert De Niro and also Killers of the Flower. Oh, the flower is really good. Martin Scorsese. Like yeah. it automatically like puts you in the top list. It's Robert De Niro, Scorsese, and uh Leonardo DiCaprio. Come on. Robert Downey Jr. won the Golden Globe. Yeah. And he was also very, very phenomenal in Oppenheimer. Yes. Loved him. So I uh, that's my personal pick. Yeah. But then you also have Mark Ruffalo, who had a lot of buzz for poor things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that if I pick Robert Downey Jr., Someone else will probably take it. Looking at this list. Ryan Gosling. Right. <laughs> the the one all. we don't suspect actually takes it. Dude, if Ryan, I'm not gonna lie, if Ryan Gosling gets it. That's a shock. I, I would I honestly I'd be upset. Not that he doesn't deserve anything for his role or anything like that. He does a good job, but I do I do see names that are more deserving. 
no, on this, on this I, list. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. And that's I, not, I, not only that, but also I would say in general, this isn't the movie Ryan Gosling gets a, an Academy Award no. for. He's, I mean, the dude's still kind of young for an actor. He's like in his 40s. Still got. Yeah, he's he got plenty of time. He's got time. He's got time. Um, you wanted to talk about directing and why Godzilla's not on there? No, I'm just joking. I, I was just joking. Like, I mean, if you look at the <laughs> I list, I I, the care. only one that it's I poor don't things, know. It's Poor Things, which are the Zone of Interest. That's the one that I don't know. Killers of the Flower Moon, and then uh, Anatomy of the Fall. That I want to watch, that yeah. French film. It's a French film. It's a French film, never mind. Off the <laughs> list. Off Get the list. Here. Have I seen it? No, but I don't need Directing to. Directing is an interesting one because you have Oppenheimer who won the Golden Globe for that. Right. But then also Killers of the Flower Moon is there and Martin Scorsese has an in with the Academy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I stand by this. This is Christopher Nolan's last attempt at an Oscar. You think, think so? I think this was his Hail Mary. I don't think he can do better than Oppenheimer. No. He can't do better than that. I think he can. Oh, with I his can. brother, yeah. With his brother, yeah. I can I can Interstellar was better. a banger. Interstellar was great. Interstellar's good. And I, everyone that keeps believing that Inception was like his best movie can no. No, it's funny. I don't think that. I I well there are people. I think Prestige is. Well, is one of his first ones. I, I love Prestige. I haven't seen Prestige yet. You haven't seen Prestige? I haven't seen it yet. You'll love Prestige. I wouldn't doubt it. I, You'll love it. Isn't it about a magician? Yeah. it's yeah. about No, it's about competing magicians. Okay. So I'll probably watch. I have to watch it too. So it's uh, Christian Bale and uh, Hugh Jackman as two magicians battling each other Hugh Jackman out. and Christian Bale? Okay. Sold. With, uh, what was it? And then uh, Michael Caine is their mentor. I'm sold. And then, uh, what was it? It's, uh, oh my God. Who was... Um, God, who is Black Widow? I can't remember her name right now. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. There she goes. Oh, is she in it? She's in it. She's there. Uh, which shot stagehand? Did you already fill everything out? Yes. He was, he was quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was focused. He's like. I'm he was focused. Up. Boom. 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 Yeah, I was kind of. That was. It was fifty percent thinking. Then the rest was just guessing. Oh. When we got to like documentaries, I was like, okay. Which one sounds the more artsy fartsy? Which one stood out to you? Which category? Uh, like as of interest. Yeah, that you're just kind of like, oh, you know, this you know what, you know what, you know what, I feel is gonna be a fight. Costume design. For me, it was production actually. Production or costume design? I feel like it's gonna be a fight because look, you got Barbie, then you have Killers of the Flower Moon, you you have Napoleon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, yeah, and then poor things, and then poor things, which are both visually striking films. All of them have great costumes. Mm -hmm. Like their costumes are amazing. So I okay. Yes, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, I think I want to. I have I beef just with animated feature films. Be, why? Why? What? Which one? Because it? I firmly believe that the boy and the heron will win it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but you want Spider-Man? But no, I want. Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was honestly. I think it's a. I, I think it's a technically. The technically, boy- it is a. Sh- not a stronger movie, but, but I think that Spider-Man, it, Spider-Man has it a is- lot of. Anime animation techniques. That's the thing. It's that, that are revolutionary. Advance that they did. It, it's how many different animations are in that one movie? A lot. A yeah, lot. that's yeah. the thing. And you have them all in one movie in sep- in same shots. So yeah, it's just that I, I the boy and the heron didn't really. You watched uh, it? No, I I just don't have an interest for it. 
I mean, who knows? And it might be. I mean, it, it's probably. Really Hayao Miyazaki kind of doesn't seem enthusiastic. Like, I mean, he loves the films that mm-hmm. he works on. He said it before that he won't make a film that he doesn't feel proud of. Yeah. But I don't feel like he's talked enough about this one. Mm, and it's just kind of like, are we giving him the Oscar because we feel like he's going to retire soon? Or are we going to give him an Oscar because the boy in the heron is actually good? Should I put my name on this? Yes. Okay. On every on every sheet. Just in case. You know what I'm interested about? Okay. Original song. Because Barbie is mentioned twice. Yeah, but we all know who's going to get it. I feel like I'm in school. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, I'm just Ken gets it. I'm gonna be like, all right. <laughs> Writing adapted screenplay. So, did you hear about the controversy for Barbie on that one? No. Yeah. That originally it was supposed to be best screenwriting, uh, original screenplay, and then it got switched over to adapted screenplay. Really? Really? Yeah. And I know. I feel like I know why. Why? Because it is an adapted screenplay, even though the story is original because it's not borrowing from anything else. Right, you're right, adapting right. the Barbie franchise but it's not a book it's not a book but there's technically like a story so you're adapting from an already existing okay so it's not a new idea exactly because i'm looking at the original screenplay anatomy of a fall original because it's Mm -hmm. not based Mm -hmm. off of anything Mm -hmm. the holdover is the same thing maestro may december past lives but then you look at everything else the zone of interest that's the one i don't know dude i can't wait guardians of the galaxy is gonna you can be you can actually say Oscar nominee Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Oscar, 3. Hey, James Gunn has said it. Yeah. He said it already, so. Best picture. You think the you think visual effects is going to go to the creator? Do I think? I want to believe. I, I want to believe. Maybe. Why are you quiet? Do you feel like you've got everything down? No. He, he already he already think you won. He, no, I'm just kind of like you selfish. He's going to come out afterwards like you lose your time. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> would you get on number five? <laughs> Dude, I swear I won't copy. It's, it's okay. I, would you? Would you give her number five? Look, um, if you want to talk about visual effects, we've already we've agreed on it. Yeah. For once, Godzilla minus one was pretty good, but the creator was much more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And again, true. this is nothing. Visually, yeah. This is nothing on the, the 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 team that worked on the visual effects against Godzilla mm-hmm. for what they did. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. It's right. a great movie. But then you look at the creator and you're like, damn, dude, I'm sold on everything that I'm seeing right here. This is dope. So my question is, there were so many good movies this year. Do you think one movie will sweep? Like all, Be, like, a, like a good like majority? Boom, 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 boom. I think Oppenheimer like the, is going to take I think, I think Oppenheimer is a, good, is a good suggestion. But I also think that odd things, I mean, poor things could also. Mm-hmm. Because it's been like it's just been talked about so much. There's so many things that are going I feel on like with not it. A lot of so, people have watched poor but, things. But the thing so is no. that sometimes they go for the weirder movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like think of it this way. Remember last year's Oscars uh, for best sound was the Batman. Yeah. And then a couple other movies. Oh, what was that? Uh, foreign war movie that was out? Like something fifty four or whatever. Mm, I forget what it was called, but, but it was I know, that I know one. What you're about. Yeah, there was that one, and then uh, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every like, I thought that Top Gun or the Batman weren't gonna win it, and then Top Gun won. Yeah, yeah and then you, everybody was like, "Wait, what?" Like Oscar, because yeah. we can finally say Oscar Your award winner, winning, award winning Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty sick. So, like, when you look at okay, I'll give you an example of one where I think is gonna be weird: mm-hmm. makeup and hair. So, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Golda, Poor Things, and Society of the Snow. I'm not gonna lie. I, I can see I, I can see one where it was it was weird enough. So poor things is weird. Uh, but the but, costume, but the costumes and makeup are pretty cool. But 
But Society of the Snow, I watched it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn good when it has comes the, to the hair and makeup. The hair and makeup? Yes, because they're all supposed to look like they're, they've been out there for weeks. Okay. And okay. it does look like they're gaunt and basically like deprived of everything in freezing temperatures. It looks legitimate. So what's to say that the Academy won't go in there and go like, you know what? Let's give it to the foreign Spanish film. Dude, I love it that Mission Impossible was on two of these. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is this on? Sound and visual effects. It's not going to get visual effects. No. 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 Sound? What's in sound? Oh, it's that. Maestro, the creator, yeah. Oppenheimer, and then a zone of interest. I, I feel I, like already, Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's going to. For that's, sound? Yeah. It wasn't that good. I think it was better than Creator. It's the silence. But then Maestro's about music. It's about a composer. True, but the thing is that I feel like Nolan was able to use... Because Maestro used music to tell a story, mm-hmm. whereas Nolan used silence. And it's really hard to use silence correctly. To give you that suspense and to oh. give you that that feeling of dread. Whoops, I made a mistake on the sheet. What'd you do? I gotta fix it. I What'd put visual do? effects twice. Oh, okay. I, oh, you know what? You? I was wondering that. I was like... Yeah, it's at the beginning and it's at it's in the oh, second okay. page. And it's, oh, okay. Yeah. Then I'm just gonna... Boop, boop. Yeah. Okay. I will fix it before I post it. Okay. But for these sheets, we have to work with it. Yeah, that's fine. So just cross out that one there. I'm just gonna put my initials. Yeah, put your initials on there. And then we seal it. We don't talk about it. We just gotta choose. All right, cool. But... Anything else we should mention before we wrap up the show gonna, regarding gonna, this list? I'm gonna fold these. No? So no. You wanna fold them? Well, that way we do, that way when I put them in, you can't see it. Okay, that's true. No, that's true. That's true. Anything else before we wrap up yeah, the show? Cheater. Pumpkin. You're the one that was trying cheater, to copy him, dude. Cheater. Did I? Did you? Did I? Ask yourself that because I'm over here across the desk. Innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to the end of issue 184. Thank you so much for joining us here at Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget yeah, to check on. out our website. Before, before we close out, Keeping Up With The Nerds. I want to show them that we put them in the thing okay, and, we're not, and we're not we're not cheating. Fine. I I haven't filled out mine. Does anyone want to close out the show while I fill it out? Yeah. Thank you for keeping up. Thank you for visiting Keeping thank Up With you The Nerds. Keeping Up With The Nerds, guys. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys came to play with <laughs> us today. That was a mean burp, dude. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah. Thank you for watching us. You can find us at YouTube slash keeping up backslash keeping up with the nerds, with the nerds. Uh, which I'll find us on Facebook, uh, Instagram X, uh, find us on iCloud, keeping up with nerds. <laughs> Are we on iCloud. What the heck? That's I don't not know. The thing. Uh, what was it? Apple podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, where, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts mm-hmm. is where we can be located. Also on YouTube. Uh, primarily on YouTube. If you want to see the skit, which make sure that you're sharing our skits. Make mm. sure you're clicking that like, subscribe. Really quick, guys. Uh, Sean was the one that directed this this week's skit. Yeah, let us know if we should fire him. Yeah. Yeah. It's the make it or break it moment. Yeah, it's make it or break it. We yeah. were just like, you get one shot, one opportunity. What? <laughs> I was gonna say, are you gonna re- say the rest of the lyrics? <laughs> like, what lyrics? Isn't that like an Eminem song? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Really? I never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> this but, has been keeping up with nerds, guys. Hold on. Before yeah. before we close out. I'm not done. done? No. no. Why aren't you done? Was too busy talking. Man. I was. Yeah. So was I. I still finished. Yeah. I told, well, maybe you got a lot of them wrong. We'll see what happens. I guess wow. so.
That's that's how I felt. On All most right, tests. I'm just gonna go with my gut. Give me that's like. How I felt on most give, tests. Give, give me. Give me <laughs> I got most of them wrong. Yeah. You guys can keep talking. I'm just... Oh yeah. Um. So like the. The popcorn bucket. So, are, are, are we gonna are, are we all gonna like take turns? What? Or like the popcorn bucket? Are we gonna, like, take oh yeah, turns I guess so. Maybe. Yeah. I think we are. I should be the first one. I already went. Oh, that's right. God, you guys are so terrible. <laughs> like I already did it. Isn't this not bad? I've had better. Oh my god, I'm yeah, trying man. so hard to finish up this yeah. quick so you guys don't have to hear anything that's going on right now. <laughs> How long does it take you? I'm debating a d- documentary short it film. Depends. It depends, really. If just I just any mini mighty moe. Any mini mighty moe. C is always the right answer. Yeah. C. Honestly, I thought about just going C all the way down for the joke, uh-huh. and just going boom middle. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you get every single one right. And, <laughs> and then that way, when we pulled it out, it's like Nick. Why is it just a line through each middle? Yeah. I pick C. That's how. Yeah. That's how you pass. But um. Is that really like a? It was it, it, like it, a good what, strategy. Like, it, it, it is because most of the because uh, most of the time the answer is C. It's always the middle one. Hmm. That's what they say. So it's, a, right. it's a good it's a good strategy. Let's see. Did I write everything out? Did I fill everything out here? Do I have to initial it or can I just just initial you... the page? That's it. Or I mean, initial one and then it, fold yeah. it. Or just initial when you fold it. I, yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, go ahead and wrap it up. All right, hold on one second. Before we wrap up, give me it. <laughs> no, just give me it. We'll just put your initials on the fold. There you there go. go. BQ. Done. There you you're go. So, you're so cute. Anyway, let's do this. Hang on. Before. Oh, my God, no. It's empty. <laughs> Hang on. Boom. Sealed. And. We're gonna, you have to sign, we all have to sign it with blood. Boom. All of us sign it. It's mine. All of us. Signature. Are we signing it? Sign yeah, it. sign it, dude. So that way we make sure nobody opened it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You got to sign over it. Yeah, sign over it. Oh, you just I initialed it. I don't have a signature. You don't? No. No, oh, I do. Here's mine. Ready? <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end part. It's the <laughs> literal fi- last five seconds of the podcast. Why can't I not sign? I'm just signing like this. Screw Jesus this. Christ, dude. <laughs> All right. Look. One. There it is. Yep. There Signed. it is. Yeah. Signed. We're not going to open it. So after the, after the, what is that? When's the Oscars? Uh, in like three weeks. Oh, is it right. three weeks? Yeah, it's in okay. March. Just put, it, just put it in there. Okay. And put it in a box. Put it in the prop box. Wrap it up. Now wrap it. This has been Queued Up the Nerds, issue 184. And my name is Renee. Nick. It's Brian. Signing off from Undersea Comics. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.